Good morning. So my thoughts today, I took my daughter to school and it's about a 20 minute or so ride and it's a nice mountain drive so you know the traffic's not bad at all and when she's in the car whichever child is in the car they take over the radio and well they plug in their phones and they play their music and usually it doesn't bother me but on the way back down I've noticed that some mornings I want to play my music and then other mornings I just want quiet I'm sure to the average person this is not a big deal and everybody goes through that but I'm also learning that that is kind of indicative that my my brain is full that I'm overthinking way too many things and I just need to shut down um, so I'm driving down this morning I've got a very stressful day at work again just endless drama as small businesses tend to create so I'm driving down and I mean there's never a moment when my head is quiet um, but today in days like this where I need to turn off the radio and just drive silently for 20 minutes my head is not as busy there's not several stations on at the same time so it's very nice but it, it does right now when I pay attention it says to me that I have way too much on my plate um, part of part of what I feel on a regular basis is that I want to flee I want to leave I don't want to be an employee I don't want to be a friend I don't want to be a mom I don't want to be a girlfriend I just want to leave uh, this is usually accompanied by a, a lot of tightness in my chest not not into panic attack but just a lot of tightness a lot of stress and so I'm trying to remember to do what I'm learning in my friends and family group which is to make myself a priority to do self-care to reach out to friends to help me get through this because it's not always about anything and I know that's also very very hard for a lot of people to understand the stress I'm feeling today is not greater than the stress I felt a month ago it's something in me that ramps this up and makes it feel different so uh, the other thing I, I tend to track not in an app or on paper yet uh, is my sleeping my napping uh, I had a huge huge family crisis last year and very emotional very scary very draining and that's when I became a caregiver to someone uh, with mental illness and in taking care of them I also kind of fell apart on a daily basis you know nothing nothing big but just like 
the inability to stay awake. Um, I'd come home in the morning after dropping the kids off at school. I'd lay down for the hour and a half. Uh, Like I said, I think I said this before in one of the other episodes, and I would jump up and go to work like three minutes before I'm supposed to be there. And at the time, I had a very tight sleep mask because I had ratcheted it down so it would stay in place. So I would end up with these marks from the sleep mask (laughs) digging in and it became a little bit of a running joke at work because they could tell that I had just gotten up from a nap and ran to work and I'm very blessed that my work really is like five minutes away from my house. So I was sleeping in the morning and then I would pick the kids up in the afternoon and I would lay down for another hour. I, I didn't really give myself longer than that because that just felt so selfish and so ridiculous. Um, two naps in one day. I mean, what the fuck? And then I was always worried because sleep is so tenuous for me. Was I going to screw up my ability to go to bed? The answer was no. Uh, I was very depressed. And so I had zero problem sleeping. I, I probably could have slept for four hours when I got home, gotten up, fed the kids and gone back to sleep with no problem. Uh, I, I am happy to say that I'm not in the place right now where I'm napping as often. But again, afternoons are really hard for me. Uh, I beat, I get up at a little before five to get my stuff done and to get everybody moving in the household. And I laugh too because, uh, you know, I'm ready to eat lunch at like 1030 in the morning. And then I leave at like 2.30 to start doing the pickup of the kids. So I'm exhausted. By the time I get back, 3.30, 4 o'clock, I'm like, I just, I just want to lay down for a few minutes. Um, which is not good. Okay, so, and I posted this on my Facebook page, Mental Melissa. Um, there is research that's been done and a paper published on daytime drowsiness increasing the risk of Alzheimer's in an elderly because that's who they studied. Um, I know life is not fair. I try and tell my kids that or my kids present me opportunities to tell them that at least once a week. Life is not fair. Even when I say it, I find that I am regularly disappointed that life is not fair. Something happens and I'm like, are you kidding me? This too? Now what? Uh, And this is one of those situations for those of us uh, with depression who are tired on a regular basis. Uh, and I know my, my depression runs from sleeping endlessly to not sleeping at all to being grumpy and angry. Um, so, but I, I know that there are definite time periods every year where 
I'm drowsy. I am tired. I'm exhausted. In the morning, the early afternoon, the late afternoon. Um, so this kind of sucks because I'm doing a lot of reading and... If you have mental illness, for a lot of us, that's already a disadvantage on how we're going to age, what that's going to look like. Uh, the, the segment I did the other day on mental illness and aging, I mean, it's, it's horrifying. Um, I don't, I don't want to be a bigger burden to my family and friends because I have mental illness. Now, you know, the more I read, uh, mental illness could be the least of everybody's worries as I age. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine how mental illness combines with Alzheimer's uh, in, in a, a grown-up. It's just going to be a big mess. Um, so... Some of the things that I read, I watched um, Mark Hyman, I think is his name, Dr. Mark Hyman, did a whole series on the brain here recently. And he's got a book out too about what to eat to feed your brain what it needs so that you don't have diabetes, um, which they're tying to Alzheimer's as well. Um, and how not to have dementia and just how all of these things tie together. Um, and I'm a firm believer that <laughs> food and lifestyle directly impacts our lives. And I know there's a lot of people out there who preach that not only can they impact our lives, that they can fix our illness. And I don't... I don't buy into that yet. Um, I'll, I'll hedge my bets and take my medicine. Uh, but I do want to watch my diet and change my lifestyle habit to become more active to lessen my risk of diabetes and Alzheimer's. And if there's a positive impact on my mental health, that is awesome. Just an added benefit. So if you get a chance, pop over to my Facebook page and read uh, the article on daytime drowsiness uh, to get some more information because there's specifics in there that I can not remember or explain uh, but it is explained very well in the article. And I hope you have a good day.